You don't think it runs any deeper? Uh, into the ground. The wood mm-hmm. keeps going yeah. down. Roots. But I think roots are just like twisted wood. I think it's just hard wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no bark. Uh, I think they're more porous, maybe. The roots are used for soaking up water. Mm. and uh, Oh, so what's inside of the root? Nitrogen, phosphorus, and um, potassium, largely. Mm. I think maybe some calcium, but I could be wrong. I think it's weird that we can't... MPK. Go ahead. Do you think it's weird that we can't eat wood? Doesn't it feel like something we, we'd we be able to eat? Boy, I don't know no. about that. Maybe. All right. Let's not... Uh, I don't think that's a relatable thought. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe like... Hmm, no. That's a plant. Leaves. It's we growing everywhere. Leaves. I feel like we should be able to... Name like a vegetable that... I mean, I guess those are vegetables, but I'm thinking... Well, you can eat like every part of every vegetable, right? That's pretty accurate. You can eat the roots of vegetables. That's good for Some you. Some vegetables just are roots. Yeah. You got carrots, you got... But then you got these trees and they got... I bet got... you could eat tree root. I mean, you eat a lot of Can you eat root. tree root? I feel like it'd be real tough. Yeah, it probably would be. You have to cook it But like it if lot. it was small enough or maybe it boiled it, like ginger root, nobody eats it plain, but yeah. Mm. There's no trees you can is... eat. Doesn't it feel like there should be a tree you can eat? Probably. I mean, there's f- fruit and vegetables, you know, they yeah, come from trees. Yeah, there's stuff that grows on the trees you can eat. That's a good point. So why... It... Hmm. I was going to say, our fruit trees and vegetables are just like bushes, but tomatoes are fruit. I don't know what makes a fruit, I'm realizing. Yeah, me neither. There's no trees that have vegetables on them. Correct? There's no... Correct. What about avocados? Fruit. Are those a tree? Are those a fruit? Doubt it. I don't know where... Maybe. Avocado tree, that they're like a like... peach, but they're green and uh, bougie. Banana trees are obviously a thing, mm-hmm. right? But have you ever seen... I don't even think I've seen a picture of a banana tree. I don't know what a banana tree looks like. That's f- interesting. When you picture a banana tree right now, are you just... Doesn't it feel fake? It feels like something out of the Lorax. Yeah. No, I mean, you got a point. Because they're not... Gr- the way you get them in stores, they're growing like 10 at a, like out of one little thing. And mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense phys- from a physics standpoint, which... And to be fair, bananas feel not real to me. They feel like a real uh, silly... Fr- like, we would make up bananas for another planet. That mm-hmm. would be like... Be like, oh, a science fiction thing, and they would have bananas on their planet, but they're they're too yellow. Peeling them's a little too easy. Like an orange makes sense. It's like this. Orange, you got to fight that skin. Yeah, you got to fight it. Um, lemons, all that, but uh, you do peel a banana pretty easy, easily. I don't know. All right, I feel I'm like to I... think what your angle is. Uh, I'm not writing it off, but I'm not just jumping on board. I feel like I got a lot of unrelatable thoughts about fruits and vegetables here, where I'm like these. I've got hard stances, and I don't think the listeners are going to uh, consider them to be worthwhile. But that's fair. Uh, well, Adam, we we talked vegetables for a little bit. Didn't really didn't really mm-hmm. pay off, but I, I I had a good time doing it. But do you have a question for me? I think I think we've reached that, <laughs> that stage of the obligatory. <laughs> we can, we sometimes we'll go fifteen. We got <laughs> we got about three minutes about fruit. I don't know how it started. Um, I'm wearing a tube top, but. My question for you today here, buddy boy, they don't tolerate fruits around there. Kind of a kind of a tough city from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh not the most uh racially not the most progressive. Okay. 
Let's start this over. <laughs> what, what do you know about uh, this old Boston Tea Party? Boston. Thing? I was waiting I for which was, city you were going to just insult. I know there you... were words like taxation, mm-hmm. representation, mm-hmm. tea. Mm-hmm. That's about my, my knowledge there. All right. So the, the Boston Tea Party, uh, you know the era. It was pre-Revolution. Mm-hmm. And, um, America. Yes. Back then they called it. I think they America. called it America. They called it America. Of course they yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the United States of America. Correct. It was the colonies. They probably called it the colonies, mostly. Yeah. I think they sang it. Um, who sang it? Uh, 13 original colonies. I think that started. Uh, I don't and then think... they're like, we like that song. Let's just name them the colonies. I hate to, hate to pop your butthole My here, timeline but I'm pretty a little sure that is not, not accurate. Oh, I was looking at this timeline upside down. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Turn that over. Adam always brings a uh, large timeline in for the podcast. It takes up a lot of space, and it's the first Not time he consulted Facebook it. Facebook timeline, but... you millennials. <laughs> uh, kids these Did days. Did you do those in school, those timelines? Those were laborious. Oh, yeah. Holy uh, hell. Yeah, give me an example, Just, though, because I think like I know what you're saying. But I, I don't know. People would be like, I, I might be make a timeline the... of the 1800s or some shit. Okay. And so uh, then you'd broad. have to f- get out a ruler and write as small as humanly possible or do a lot of printing and gluing. Yeah, I remember Probably one time. That maybe I've maybe I brought this up on the pod before. We had to do like a, we took like a pre-high school class. Did you have one of those? It yeah, was, middle school? No, no, no. I mean like the summer before <laughs> high school. <laughs> no. I think it was called Jumpstart. Mm. And they were like, well. That was a computer sh- game. Oh, yeah. But this this was a one credit class and then we took it and they took the credit away. They were like, never mind. There's no reason. <laughs> it's better you come. You can't do that. Yeah, it, You'd go and they'd be like, we're going to just teach you where the bathrooms are and stuff like that. Oh, I could have used that. It was kind of Teach nice. you how to got, not get your ass kicked. It was essentially like, show up on day one and don't just be wildly confused as a freshman was mm-hmm. the point of it. But one thing, it was like, well, map out. The, we'd always do these just bullshit kill time activities too because it was just like team bonding and let's name our group. Team bonding of all these people you've gone to middle school with forever. It's right. not like a bunch of middle schools came together for your high school. No. No, we were, we were already together. We knew each other. Yeah, we had to make a timeline of our life. Uh, or I think it was a ma- most people made maps, but it was like a treasure map or some shit. My, mine I made as a timeline, but I did it as like one of those graphs that goes up and down. So I'd be like, got divorced, uh, you know. Got oh, married. but like the highs and lows like, of well, your emotions? Right. So it was, I would oh, go fun. through and have those like, I had a real, it was really funny as a kid to like acknowledge that life was going to be hard. I feel like. Yeah, that, that is. Uh, yeah. Just I bet to, adults get a kick out of that. Mm hmm. To be like a 13-year-old and be like, and then here's the part where I have a midlife crisis. And they're like, look at this kid. So did you draw it into the future? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was... I like that. Yeah, and then eventually I died. I don't remember if I made that a peak or a valley. I don't know which one I thought was funnier. To... <laughs> Whatever comes first, it's the next. Mm-hmm. Life sucks. It's a it's a high point. If life was great, it's a, it's a low point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so the timeline of our events back in this revolution... We're probably in, I don't know, 1770, something like that here. Ah, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that was the Revolutionary War. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Because there's obviously, there's all this strife with Britain, mm-hmm. England, the UK, whatever strife you want to call sounds it. sounds quite a bit like uh, uh, chafing to me. Mm. It always seems a little off. Well, there's the word strafe. That's, uh, I think that's a way of moving used in the military. Oh, I think, so, but I could be wrong. Okay. I'm talking strife. There's a conflict. Oh, I'm aware. 
we've got uh, King George over there, as I as I think he is named. Fat? I don't think so. Oh, maybe. Pictured every king being fat ever. Yeah, I think we were past the point where he was literally wearing a crown and like a big, yeah, one of those like fur jackets. I don't know why they always yeah, have like a fur coat on. Fair. Even the founding fathers, though, I pictured a little plump. Yeah. I think, well, like Ben Franklin, he, he wasn't a, he wasn't hitting the elliptical every day. He had, had uh, a turkey under the, mm-hmm. under the old blouse there. But um, yeah, most of them had a little extra weight. But okay. I don't th- I think King George is fine. I don't okay. think that was the biggest complaint. <laughs> okay. Was that he was a fat guy. Tell me, what was the complaint? The complaint was that he was, he's an asshole. Because mm-hmm. Britain, uh, they took the move of, they were just, they'd go somewhere and they'd be like, we own this place. It's ours. And uh, we'd like you to go live there and then pay us taxes. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty sly move. Yeah. And then you're just like, by the way, if there's, if you find any gold or anything, let us know. We'll come take it. Like that kind of stuff. They I just, Yeah. I assume that's why people want to like imperialism. Why people have a problem with it. No, I was going to say, because for a moment I was like, why do people want more land? Why is it? Why are countries trying to take over other countries? I guess there's just stuff there. There's right? resources. Yeah, yeah resources. Absolutely. Also, like strategically, you have, you know, like the reason we have all these military bases around the world is it just from a tactical standpoint for attack from one person, but then we got a couple of guys on their back door ready to <laughs> slip one in, give them a little exam, you know what I mean? I guess, but I feel like it's a lot of stress. If I were, uh, oh, yeah. I'd rather be like a country, I've got my, you know, my back against the wall there, and I'm like, nobody's, to have so much land, I feel like it's got to, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I hear you. All I of mean, a sudden, you get a telegram and somebody's attacking India, and you're like, oh, shit, we're in charge of India. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a clue where anything is. Hey, man, I, I get it. That's why you're not, you know, in the friend group, the America. You know what I mean? Just because huh. we're in America doesn't mean all of our personalities fit America. I see. You don't yeah. think, ah, I see. So it's like if you were a country, yeah, you wouldn't be America. You'd be... Yeah, who do you think I would be? Switzerland, maybe. That's a high compliment, I think. They just kind of yeah, mind their own. I'm pretty happy. Build with a bunch that. of trains. Who do you, you the shit be? out of people, but live well. What? Do you, Do you know who you would be? You were quick on the Switzerland thing with me. I was flattered. Well, I was just trying to give you a good one. I, I'd like to think I had another good one. Uh, but did, do you know who you'd be? Italy? Damn, Could you I be wish Italy? I picked Switzerland. I don't know too much about. All right. You know, Netherlands or something. I, I just want to. S- I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I see you as a Canada guy. I think you could is, be Canada. Is it the hockey? Well, there's the hockey. My cold heart. My cold, lifeless, dead you're f- heart. You're a friendly guy. Oh, okay. You're, uh... Yeah. Yeah, and you just you kind of mind your own business. Right. I don't um, hate it. Not too confrontational. I got mountains. <laughs> you do have some mountains. I've seen <laughs> you with your and shirt valleys. off. Yeah. And, uh, love to get a tweezers and pop some of those mountains back there. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> now that we covered that ground. All right, well, we got King George, and he's an ass, and, uh... America's like, this guy's an ass because what he's doing. They go, all right, you guys live in the colonies and you make textiles and stuff and remember to pay us taxes. And they're like, everybody over here in England pays taxes. You guys pay taxes. Makes perfect sense. You're part of England. And they're like, uh, yeah, but people in England, they get representation. Right. They voted on you as the king. That's not true, but uh, that's a little bit. Yeah, what, what is the representation that they're referring to? If there's a king. Parliament? Mm. I think it's parliament. Okay. I'm not sure at what point the king... I don't think that, yeah, what the king lost power is like a political... Because right. now there's just the royal family, but they don't do jack shit in the political realm. 
Right. We're not going like, just God look good damn, Queen Elizabeth. Fucking is... have babies and we put it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, quality television. Fucking? Do we do put that on TV? I don't think that I makes don't get the that cut. channel. We don't, I don't get the BBC. So yeah, me either. It's probably, probably a live feed over there. Uh, I bet the Queen does, though. You know what I mean? Uh, a little bit. They do crank those babies out quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kate Middleton, I think she's on like number seven here. That was her name. Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton. Yeah. It's a real, that sounds uh, much more like an American actress than it does a It's a real British. Hollywood. It's yeah. real. Uh, it's it's like the caster. Like oh, like caster a caster. in a play. Not yeah. like okay. put her in a cast. Mm-hmm. Adam was very, very shocked at what I said. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what a caster in a play is. Huh? Cast her in a play? They cast her in oh, a play. okay. Like they cast her in the role. To be fair, these cans I have on basically <laughs> pump out very little volume the way we have them, so they're probably doing more harm than good. <laughs> can you not hear me this I whole can podcast? hear myself. <laughs> I like how you just rolled with cast. She's like a caster in a play. You're like, ah, I know what that means. <laughs> it's like a pastor with paws. That's so we got, uh, Charlie's drinking these mysterious silver cans of beer, by the way, of which you should use a coaster there, bud. I'm or sorry, your cup. Okay. Use I'll... your cup. Give me that back. <laughs> I'll cut this out. Oh, I forgot about the cut. Welcome See, back. Yeah, the key phrase becomes taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. You know what that one means? Yes. Dick. Taxation. Without, I mean, it's pretty yeah, self-explanatory. I, that was, I don't know. That was very, uh, I don't know what I can add to that. That was a patronizing move of me, because... The, both the words have a lot of syllables, mm-hmm. so I think it took me many years to p- put them together as a mm-hmm. meaningful sentence. So now I'm like, I bet people don't know what it means, but yeah, it's it's simple to figure out. The For DC sure. license plates say taxation without representation. Why? Really? Why? Because they don't have uh, anybody in Congress. Huh. So they're like, you know, there's more people in DC than Wyoming. Yeah. But DC doesn't get to vote on... A senator or someone in the house. Interesting. I never thought of that. So DC's not happy with that. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I wouldn't be. People who live in DC are like, we get we get taxed. We have no, you know, they have a mayor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there's nobody, yeah, representing them. Nobody in ever in the federal government. Have they ever even been like, oh, maybe we'll change that? They I mean, DC's been pushing for a long time. DC okay. would like statehood, I believe. They're like, okay, trying to accomplish statehood. What's the population of that old DC there? Huh? Population. I'm gonna say the the district, the full district. There's got to be eight hundred thousand. Okay. So that's pretty sizable. Yeah. Um, maybe more. Probably. I picture a little more. Yeah, it's got to be more. I, I shot low. That's okay. They support multiple pro sports teams. That's how I rank. You got to have a senator if you're gonna have a pro sports team. Well, like Wyoming doesn't get a hockey team or anything yet. They have people who can vote. That doesn't. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't hold up. Yeah, I don't know if we're, these are straight lines we're drawn. Mm-hmm. But they're getting taxed. They're get, so how do you tax people in that time? You, does someone literally knock on your door and go like, give us your fucking money? Um, the ma- was the mail established? I think there were. Uh, take some time to set up mail in a new country. I honestly don't know about that. There, there probably was a tax man. You ever hear that Beatles song? Mm, tax man. Take a walk, he'll tax your feet. Something else. Tax, 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 man. A lot of head bobbing going on here. Yeah, people, people Turkey don't... pod, Thanksgiving so I think there day. is like a guy, or there used to be a guy, who would be like, all right, I uh, looked at your house, and you owe me 80 shekels, whatever the currency was. Yeah. I, uh, boy, I, well, why didn't everyone shoot him? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like no one would... Know. The tax man just disappears. I gotta get a new tax man. 
yeah, he's he's got to have a tough time. He goes down to the, the local watering hole, and people are like, Screw "Oh yeah, you. ostracized mm-hmm. for being ostrich-sized." Yeah, I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> Adam's favorite thing to say. Not true. Kind of true. <laughs> yeah. So this a tax man and uh, no vote man or whatever. They they're they've got an issue <laughs> vote with man. It. No no. <laughs> Parliament. Gotcha. They're like, give us a guy in Parliament. Also, I'm not sure how badly they really wanted representation. Yeah, because... I feel like they may have just been kind of like, fuck you. I, mean, I bet they wanted representation. But do you well, know where I'm coming from? Yeah, They I almost do. wanted the chip on the shoulder. Right. They kind of liked having that point to argue. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, what the fuck? What's Britain going to do? Like, are they going to, you know, take care of the sewers? Or, you know what I mean? Like, are they going to upkeep shit? Like... What's the tax money going to? Well, I think because that's you get a guy in parliament it's just going back to Britain, and right? then you've got a bunch of people in parliament, and you've got your one guy, and he raises his hand and he goes, "We need something." Yeah, I think we should uh, give America a boat, and then everyone in parliament goes, "No," and you still you don't get anywhere because the interests of your region and the region who controls you are pretty different. So that's that's kind of what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the U.S. is. They're not the U.S. yet. They're America. Colonies. Those, they're colonies. Mm-hmm. Those states ain't united. But they, they keep introducing, you know, there's a stamp tax. And America's like, screw you guys. And then they're like, there's a... Uh, there's What's this. a stamp tax? They're just like, stamps. You got to give us an extra this much on stamps now. Okay. So just, yeah, the stamp price increases? Yeah. I had to... So the mail must have been around. In eighth grade, we had to make political cartoons. Ah. based on, like, the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. I was thrilled with mine. It was a uh, guy wearing, like, colonial garb, and then he had, like, boxers with hearts on them and no pants on, and it said the lesser-known boycott of the Pants Act. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's not bad, because they used to just, you know, they'd put a new tax on something, and then they'd be like, we don't use stamps anymore, and I was like, isn't it a Is funny it? image that nobody's wearing pants for a while? Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Boy, I don't think I would have understood it today. <laughs> I'm not Does sure. Nona High School have openings in eighth grade currently? That was Mr. Anaker. I think he got like cancer or something while I was there. And then but he came back. So it was a oh, that's good. happy end of that. Um that's neither here nor was it there. Uh yeah, the, the big issue with the tea comes up. Uh tea Why? was a big it shouldn't be a big issue, to be honest. Everybody was drinking tea back then. I know. It was it was the coffee of the era. That's probably a Pretty fair comparison. It's like if today someone's like, by the way, your coffee, it all went up 40% in price. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, well, that's really annoying. Yeah. Because we drink we a drink. lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. Wake up and smell the coffee in the era. Tea. Wake up and smell the tea. Also, maybe they were drinking coffee. I'm not sure. I'm I not think sure they tea was. Probably a little bit of both, but tea is a whole British thing. So I think until, mm-hmm. until we got a little mud blood in us or whatever you call it, until we became a bunch of mixed. I see. You know, intergender. Twats, <laughs> as my grandfather calls us. No, not really. Your grandfather calls us intergender. You got a grandpa who's against interracial marriage? No, You're I joking. don't. I All really right. don't. But that is, they exist. Yeah, that that's one of those things where I'm like, the like to me being against interracial marriage that just feels like a funny punchline to something because it's such a foreign concept. But there you. are actually people uh-huh. who don't think interracial relationships that happen that it's like it's just so removed to me that it feels silly but yeah there's a lot of things like that and then i joke about them and people are like whoa 
some like if you made a joke, I feel like people back off of jokes when you're like, oh, that's so far removed. I'm clearly being facetious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, well, no, my cousins. Yeah, they're actually like, I know people with those opinions, and you're like, ah, they they just seem funny. Yeah, to me. there's part of part of that I think is growing up in a uh, blue city in a red state. You know, yeah, what I mean? I'm just like, hate seems real silly, mm-hmm. so it's funny to it pretend. Exhausting. Yeah, <sighs> a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, what I don't get these Westboro Baptist Church uh fuckers sorry people um uh, <laughs> no you know what fuckers <laughs> like that must be maybe i don't have anything to add to exhausting but that must be like do they wake up and they're just mad like do they like you yeah. hand someone a grape and they'll be like you handed me a grape like you wanted to put it in my butt like are they so defensive of everything well i don't know what those guys i don't think they have day jobs like they i feel like they're always yeah their job is to hate they're always holding up a terrible sign or something at a funeral. And it's like, mm-hmm. what else do you do, though? I think they make all their money off of lawsuits. Because people, over, you know, I don't want to say overreact, but people lose restraint and, you know, punch mm-hmm. them. And then they sue them. Because, like, we were, you know, freedom of speech, not freedom to punch my teeth. I see. Uh, are they suing people all the time? Are you I'm just, pretty, no, I'm pretty sure all their funding comes from winning lawsuits. Wow. Or something. Boy, that's, those are, those are bad people. Yeah, I'm they're gonna not come good out and people. Say it. Uh, the Adam Ass Chug podcast. Tell me if you want to take this out if you think it's too controversial. But against the West Westboro Baptist Church, we're not allow it. All right. Yep. If you're in the WBC we and you're listening, your listens. Uh, retweet us. You know, but <laughs> but also re- rethink some some things. Five star review. Mm-hmm. That'd be scathing. Uh huh. Less signs. Okay, so we got these tea drinking uh, tea drinking fellas and gals it's tech they're just like we can't boycott tea we will not get along little doggy without our tea yeah and i'm not even sure because they still have tea available to what, them what products did they boycott because of taxation i know about the stamps uh i don't know maybe like playing cards or something i'm not sure what what all came up did they pull the old trick with the stamps like they'd be like we're not paying more for stamps so they put on insufficient postage but they put the return address to where it's going Ah, that's Everyone's a good move. <laughs> is that a move you can do? Does that work? I think, I mean, I've heard it does. It's hard to know. That's I mean, really smart. Because <laughs> it'd be kind of obvious if they see it like a mile away from your home mm. and be like, yeah, I don't know. Is that what mail fraud is? Uh, is no, just... mail fraud is when you pretend to be a dude. <laughs> uh, it might be. That sounds pretty serious, though. Mail fraud. Mail fraud. I, I mean, I, I, think that, I think it is more serious. I don't think it's just putting the wrong return address. Right. But I'm not sure what people are getting in trouble with mail fraud for. You can't look at other people's mail. Huh? Oh. I don't think I think that's a Well, open model. it. You can look at it. But that's always my favorite. That's but. always the go-to federal crime. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone's like, "Oh, open someone's mail." It's like that's a federal offense. But federal federal doesn't mean it's like a felony. Yeah, federal doesn't mean it's a horrible thing. It just means this is handled by the f- at right. a f- federal level mm-hmm. because the USPS is yeah, to be fair, most of those are more serious, I think, the things left up to the federal. One time, I'll come out on the pod as having committed a federal crime. <laughs> we were in a car and someone threw a bowling ball out and it hit a mailbox. <laughs> There's a... Someone threw a bowling ball in a car. Well, you know, we we were kids, and uh, but old enough to drive cars, and someone had their whole lawn was covered in bowling balls. It was like their thing, I guess. So someone took a bowling ball from this person's lawn. It's like decorations. It's a bad thing to have. They weren't nice bowling balls. And yeah, it was a bad thing to have. And I believe they lived in Monona. Hmm. Um, 
And so we had this uh, stolen bowling ball and uh, broken mailbox. We went down these county roads and threw it out of the car. And boy, it's fun to watch a bowling ball bounce going like 70. Oh, I'm sure. That actually sounds... I yeah. kind of want to do that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, well. I really came around to... Uh, well, you guys... Did you ever play the game Kidnapped when you were in high school? Boy, uh, <laughs> I don't... That was a blast. Were we, you in the movie Alpha Dog? <laughs> I know you get some folks together. And uh, we'd play at Cottage Grove, which is kind of a smaller, like a rural mm-hmm. area with more spread out. And you got two teams. And so it's like me and you are on a team and our buddy, buddy Joe's on our team, right? And so Joe goes and gets in the other team's car and we take Jane from the other team, put Jane in the backseat, blindfold her, oh God. go and drop her off somewhere. And then that person calls and goes, okay, I'm near like... Uh, you can't use your maps or anything. Yeah, yeah. They try to figure out where they are. Interesting. And they go, oh, you're by the old Miller's place. And then both teams try to go pick up the other person and return to a neutral point before, before the, the other team. Oh, wow. That's fun. Yeah. And you got to like stay Who with them. the fuck sit- would want to be the kidnapped, though? That's fun to be the kidnapped. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, sometimes you got a partner when you got kidnapped. Okay. That, that makes was, sense. Yeah. That's some good times. We did. Uh, we I'll did. S- w- we made a scavenger hunt. And part of the scavenger hunt was that you had a flag on your car. And if you saw the other a car from another team, there were like six teams um, of four. And if you saw one of the other cars and you could sneak up and steal the flag off their car, Ooh. that was like worth a ton of points. Catch the flag. And so we had some like kind of crazy shenanigans happening, like a subway parking lot with cars speeding around and people like, it kind of got a whole thing. Turned yeah. into a kind of a, I think someone might have got hit by a car. I don't remember. Not fast, but. Well, I had a bunch of, uh, I was go, going to play kidnap the family. I, it was the summertime. So it was just post 4th of July. I had a bunch of uh, like firecrackers. We were like, all right, it's uh, time for kidnapped. Everybody break. And then I hurled a bunch of firecrackers at the other car. Jesus. And people were like, fuck you. They were not happy. And then after we played that that game, we shuffled teams around. And then I was on the other team. And I was like, all right, guys, we got to get back at them for that firecracker thing. And they're like, well, that, <laughs> that but that was you. you against. And I'm like, yeah, but that was their team. <laughs> and I just threw firecrackers at the other people. I like that. Uh, not everyone is into it. No. A lot of people are like, this is my car. Boy, scavenger hunt was so much fun. If it happened a year later, everyone would have been drinking and we would have gotten uh, in serious trouble for the same things. Mm-hmm. But it was quite it was quite a good time. You go through like drive throughs with helium, helium balloons and you order, you know, Taco Bell with like, talking like this. Can I have three cheese if I need a crutches? <laughs> and you're giving people paper cuts, you know, and then you're changing clothes. I think we had like a change clothes with another player in there just Ooh. to be like, if you want to do it, you know, if girls on the team want to participate. Yeah, it wouldn't be the worst. See someone's butt cheek and then. Saw some underwear. Yeah. Some really plain vanilla underwear. They weren't flavored. <laughs> they weren't like edible <laughs> underwear. They were just your run of the mill. <laughs> uh, edible vanilla underwear. <laughs> this person just happened to be wearing edible underwear that day. Well, they didn't. They didn't care for their tea being taxed. Uh, they thought it was unfair, so they devise a protest. I mean, and again, to trace it back to like it's kind of a chip on the shoulder thing. I think an extra buck on your tea is a lot less trouble than the plan that they devised. Mm. But but at a certain point, you got to stop this uh, right this boulder from protest. just steamrolling you and everything you you purchase. Yeah, protests aren't practical decisions. They're mm. uh, you're trying to make a point. So part of this part of this problem is that uh, they don't really have all the resources in America to buy goods, right? That has to be a big part of it. So they're just like, well, we're bringing you shit. We'll charge you whatever we want. I think, yeah, the tea got brought in. 
and they had a tax on the tea. I think the tea, the tea they would bring over on boats. From where? Was it I think from England? Britain. Okay. Because were they getting taxed on things from other countries too? Like was... Uh, Probably, um, but that's pretty run of them. Like tariffs, nobody's, right. nobody's just boycotting because there's tariffs. Right. Um, but if it's your own country, that's kind of baloney. Yeah. I think that's what was happening. Fair enough. Okay. England was sending tea over. They had a big tax. It's not like people in England had a tax on their tea. Yeah. Well, what's interesting though, okay, so like, a, it's not like the government was bringing them tea. They were taxing, com- okay. So the unfair, if there was just a nationwide tax on tea, England, America, they're both paying the same tea price. Yeah. That's eh, fine. But they go, hey, you losers over there in those 13 colonies, your tea's more expensive. Yeah, but I mean, it, we, we had to send it over on a boat. It should be more expensive. Uh, I think the shipping costs were already kind of accounted for. Mm. This was a tax. The, the government's right, not involved right, in the right. shipping costs. Yeah. yeah. I see. Okay. I, I get the point you're making. Okay. So they, they devise a plan. And I think that Boston is, uh, that's where they've got some of the, some of the baddest fellas is, is Boston. They've got uh, Tommy. Sam. Hmm? Sammy. Tommy. Jimmy. Jimmy the Greek. Oh, I see. Billy. These Billy. are just names. These aren't. Yeah. Okay. I was I'm, hoping that we could make a more okay. a little exposition, well, a little backstory. They've got Jimmy's mom died when he was young. Go ahead. <laughs> Boston's got a lot of a lot of political leaders. Philadelphia was the the capital city of the colonies, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then Liberty Boston, Bell. Mm-hmm. Boston had a lot going on as well. Um, and Sam Adams, one of these Boston heroes, I believe, he was probably involved as invented well. Invented the lager. Yeah. I Wait, don't know if he invented he? the lager. No, I don't, I don't he, think he, he did. He brewed a lager. But it surprised me. The, yeah. <laughs> the Boston lager. He invented mm-hmm. the Boston lager. Yeah. So it's there's... a normal lager, but a little racist. <laughs> Likes to throw queer around. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the harsher one. And retarded. <laughs> that too. Yeah, they, they get a lot of words. A fun accent really helps you get away with saying stuff. Oh, yeah. Like a British person saying cunt. Yes, British people can say cunt. Whimsical. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Southern accent, I think you have less words you can say. Yeah, I believe, I, th- I, believe I think a lot of things just sound offensive. There's, in yeah, there's an inherent hate built into the, mm-hmm. the accent there. A lot of skepticism about their intentions. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we got Sam Adams. I think we got Paul Revere. He's one of your Boston guys. Um, we've got a few others. I don't know all their names. But they like to like meet in basements and stuff. They'd have these, they'd be like, all right, you know, 11 p.m. on Tuesday, we're all getting together and we're going to whisper underneath Paul Revere's house because we don't want to do that in public because the the Redcoats are walking around and they'll notice, they'll know we're scheming something. Mm-hmm. They're just under his porch. Mm-hmm. There's like a raccoon. They're like, I think we should have more garbage. And they're like, what? <laughs> we should have more garbage laying around. How'd you get here? Actually, it was probably often in like businesses where they'd be like, all right, you go into like the, the print shop mm-hmm. and then I'll open up this back door the nobody knows barber. about. Right. And then... It's not unlike the speakeasy days. Oh, yes. I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. So they'd have these meetings, and one of them, they're like, all right, they're institute, instituting this tax act, tax, probably the tax act, T taxes, whatever. The T act, yeah. Excuse me. Tact. So, Go ahead. There it is. They go, okay, we're going to devise a plan. They're shipping a bunch of tea over in a week, and we're going to fuck with them. We're going to toss this tea in the Boston Harbor, or whatever the harbor was called. The harbor in Boston. It's probably the Boston Harbor. 
and they uh, they got some aspects of the plan. I think somebody had a whistle. I think the whistle meant go. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. And everyone dressed like a Native American stereotype. That was another. Really? Uh, yeah. That cannot be true. I'm pretty sure that's true. To throw them as far as like who was doing this? I don't know if that was a metaphor, some sort of message, or they were just like, because they were all in disguise. And I think part of that, they, I, I'm fairly How certain. How many of them were recognizable by face? It's not like. But they paint their faces up. Yeah, but I'm saying how many of them would have been like the people sending over the tea would be like, that's... Well, you you would notice... Are they that notable that they would recognize their face? Probably. Some of them would be. They'd be like, that's Paul Revere. That's okay. Sam Adams. We know those guys. They're rabble rous- rousers in the community. And then that guy, he's like a mid-tier rabble rouser. Because there's <laughs> these right. are the people that are really politically involved. Yeah. And that are really against these, these red coats, these okay. Brits. So, and also I think they just like, it made it more of a thing. It's a little more memorable. It's a little more exciting. I guess. Everybody dresses up. But it also feels like if they were trying to make a statement by dressing like Native Americans, it's like, well, you realize the irony in that like, yeah. like while you're simultaneously like hating on. I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, I guess I'm not sure who's more like, did the British people do shittier things to Native Americans than. Like Americans themselves, Americans. Americans. I don't know. I, mean, I think it's it was like the British were really shitty to them, and the Americans were like, "We'll take it from here and be shitty to them." That's. I probably. don't think it really ever ended. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty fair. Whoever was near the Native Americans, very rude to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they dressed up with like feathers and painted faces and stuff. I uh, did you ever read the book Johnny Tremaine? No, that's where I got a lot of my. Most of my knowledge on the Revolutionary War comes from two places. One is the book Johnny Tremaine, which was historical fiction about some kid oh, that's who... that's not a good... It's a kid who like lived in Boston during this time okay. and welded his hand together. So he was like a, he was like a silversmith. Mm-hmm. And then he like fucked... He like taped his thumb to his pinky so he couldn't use his hand. Okay. Um, they're like, oh, he did that. So he's an idiot. And then he didn't have a hand. And also he like... He was involved in the Boston Tea Party and all this shit. He's always showing up places. Uh, it's like a, one of these teen fiction things. The other one I learned from was a show that I was watching when I was too old to be watching it. My younger brothers had watched the show Liberty Kids okay. on PBS. And these were, uh, it was also historical fiction. So these wasn't are, a Wishbone spinoff? That's uh, the only PBS show I remember. That's the only PBS. PBS has some good programming. Oh, I believe it. Up until Caillou, they were crushing it. I don't know Caillou. He's just a complainy little child. I don't know Kai me. Who are we? <laughs> In this great, vast expanse of space. Close. and scene. <laughs> so, other than this little club-handed kid there, what was? Uh, what do you know what, from these two sources? I know that uh, Boston had a lot of goings on. They had the Minutemen. You know about them? That's what my uh, porn name would be. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's plural. Men, they were uh, they were folks in Boston who they were real responsive. So you'd be like, "Hey, the British are here. We have to go shoot them with guns." And within a minute, everybody in Boston would have their gun and they'd go running over there and they'd shoot them with some. So the Minutemen were the like message carriers. No, the Minutemen were the people who people ready to on a minute's notice would start firing guns at oh god the Brits. Mm -hmm. Um. They were the men, but they must have at been. that time really helpful. But nowadays, it's like I think we have too many Minutemen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, a few too many people who are like, I'm ready to go. Now here. they call them the police. Ooh, ha, who got that? I'm going to cut. Um, yeah, it's a lot of people. Uh, they're like, somebody with an English accent shows up, let me know, because I've got a lot of, a lot of ammunition on hand, which uh, now people with English accents are just a little whimsical. Yeah. Um, back then they posed a threat, but we still have people who like to shoot at them. Um, so there were them. Have you shot a weapon? No, I don't think. No. That sounded very accusatory, but. <laughs> I've never, never there shot There is a... something thrilling about it. It I, is fun. I believe it. I've also never been real inclined. No, I haven't so. gone out of my way, but like, I a bachelor party and, you know, they throw these clay pigeons in the air and you shoot them down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started off real bad. But after a while, I was like, oh yeah, do the thing you know you're supposed to do and look through the, like, it just took me a second and uh, I was pretty good. All right. Pretty good. Good deal. So any of you out there planning on flying away while I'm near a shotgun, don't think twice, pal. <laughs> you said don't think twice? Think twice. Think twice. All right. Good advice for all of our duck listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so back to back to the, the harbor itself, though. Mm-hmm. These people all get together. In the book, Johnny Tremaine was the guy with the whistle. That's not historically accurate because he didn't exist, but somebody had a whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's dressed up, and so this boat pulls up. I Do you believe. know about how many people were involved in this? Let's go 30. Okay. That's, that feels right to me. Enough for one ship? Was it one ship? Probably a few. Okay. I bet it's like, ah, here are the tea ships, and they're, they're parked, and like people are going to start loading tea. And all of a sudden, whistle, 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 woo, um, all these guys dressed up like Native Americans go, ju- I don't know where they were, like in the crowd, conspicuously hidden. I don't know how yeah, that Yeah, they probably... They didn't go out on boats, right? They waited till it docked. Yes. Um, I also picture these T-ships having like sails made of those those little things on the top of the string huh? that are stapled. You know what I mean? You get a tea, tea bag and they have the little mm. paper things. It's just a bunch. Of, it's a boat filled <laughs> with just like tea packets. Every time you describe things to me, I picture it as a children's book, <laughs> how it would look in a whimsical children's book. I think it was a lot of crates mm-hmm. was what was going on. That makes sense. Um and here's the thing with a crate. If you just pick a crate up, throw it in the harbor, they're like, hey, that was annoying, but... It floats. Yeah. That, we just have a, a crate Get floating it. in the harbor. We'll go fish it out. So I think these guys, they go on with a bunch of uh, crowbars. And they start smashing crates open and just toss Maybe it. an axe or two? Uh, yeah, probably some axes. That actually makes more sense. Tomahawks. Ooh, would, uh, there you go. Really fit the, fit the costume. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure, you know... What were the name of uh, British cops? I feel like they would have a name. Bobby. Uh, Bo- well, Bobby. Bobby's if Bobby's? they're in London. I feel like there was probably a name for like a guy patrolling Boston. Hmm. Maybe they just called them Redcoats. But maybe, maybe that wasn't until the war. But I think in the history books, I always remember them being drawn with a red coat on. So. Okay. But yes, yeah, so people are like, oh, shit. Like, they're not ready for a bunch of people to toss tea in the harbor. So they don't have a counterattack plan. So it pretty much just happens. And I think everybody got away with it. Um, you smash up his teeth, throw it all out, and then... Uh, so, the, yeah, I mean, you got these ship, these sailors, these tea sailors. Um, they're not carrying what... They're not, they're not like, equipped to... Are they kind of like the guy at the grocery store who's just like, I don't get paid enough to not give you all the money? Like Right, like, yeah, pretty much. Did they, kill, they didn't, like, hurt anyone on the ship? I don't think so. They, they just stared them down as they like hacked away at it. I could see move. them tying people up 
Oh yeah, that feels that needs to happen more. I like the tie the tie the person. I love up. tying people up. <laughs> so I mean, like the idea of it, the concept of mm-hmm. it. I'll take that because nobody but... gets hurt at the end of the day. But it's also it's a real look who's in charge kind of thing. You got people bound. I don't think you'd bother gagging them. But eh, maybe not. Also, it was a, it was a bit of a display. It wasn't a super because I think it happened during the day. Okay, interesting. I pictured. Ah, it's night, probably at but... night. It probably makes more sense at night. It's probably more covert than I'm picturing. But yeah, they're they're whooping it up. Then why do they dress as Indians if they wanted to be covert? You know, I don't know that. Yeah, if you, you want people to see, if you're if you're wearing a costume, you want to flaunt it. You know, I think it was daytime. I think this was a display. They okay. were like, check us out. We're dressed up silly. We don't have shirts on. And we're smashing shit. Mm-hmm. And this and so is what we think of your damn British taxes. patrol officers. Were they trying to stop this or... Were people kind of tripping them and putting marbles down on the ground and cans of paint, really giving them the home alone business? Well, that's how I picture it. I feel because the winners get to write history and we won this war. So I feel like we write these British patrol officers as real, like incompetent. Yeah. Falling down and they, they don't know their ass from their elbow and. I want to picture them like, oh, no, we'll save the day. Like, we'll get these thieves. And then you got little kids like with ice cream cones, like sticking their foot out, tripping these, you know, these pro- officers. Probably was some of that. Like the uh, two guys on each end, they pull the rope and uh-huh. they trip over that. A lot of Ewok style tricks. Oh, yeah. Those Ewoks. They had a lot of mischief. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Maybe there was an arrest or two, which usually that that kind of plays well in the press. And I'm sure the next day the papers go out and they're like, Look at this. Look at our heroes. I think it's going to be real pro, pro the pro, colonies yeah. paper. And they're like, yeah, fought back, fucking made made fools of these Brits and uh, threw all their tea in the harbor where it belongs. Also, seems weird. They should have just like stolen the tea. I guess it's a worse yeah, protest. And given it out. But they should have been like, you want to tax us? We're just going to take it. And it's free. free. Yeah. But it's, but then you're stealing as opposed to a good protest where you're like, it's just a big, right, we middle, don't need big your middle fucking finger, tea. So. Yeah, I need your fucking tea. Sounds better than, can I have that? Was that Boston? Something no, no, me. no. It was, uh, I don't know what it was. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Most of my, uh, I have, I have like one accent and it's just accent. It's, <laughs> it's not, there's no location. Throw it's your voice like, to a little bit of a different area. It's like, how wouldn't I talk? Just say every syllable different than you normally would. Mm-hmm. And it must be from somewhere. Well, that's fun. Um, yeah, and I think that was just one, that was one of the steps mm-hmm. in the, because the Revolutionary War, there was like a starting point. There was the shot heard around the world. This wasn't that shot, but this was like a, this, this was all Where was this up. in the timeline of like, hey, we don't really like this and uh, we're going to kill you? I'm going to say it was like two years before the war started. So this th- tensions were real high. Yeah. People were really, really upset with each other, but it didn't uh, didn't happen yet because the war began 1776. Mm-hmm. Right. That's. Yes. Yeah. Or is that when it ended? No, because we America became a country 1776. Because that's when they signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, okay, right. And then we had to, like, fight for that to remain the case. Right. So okay. we declared ourselves right. a country. Okay. And then fought. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. They wouldn't... And if we'd lost, it wouldn't be like, it was America for this short timeline. It would just be like, it, that never counted. Mm-hmm. we throw it out. But, yeah. yeah, as the as the winners were like, that was our moment. Yep. And good on them. Yeah. I mean, good on us. Yeah. I'll take that credit. I'll take... 
We used to have a lot more like local stars back in the day. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like a Paul Revere type. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, that's the guy. You're just going to totally write off Phil Woodman, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our local grocer. Mm -hmm. I carumba, does he have low prices? Well, he was on uh, our roommate's forehead yesterday because uh, I don't care how much money you spend on your cards against humanity, which, you know, can be fun and all these other games. The best game when you're drinking with friends is to write a name on a card. Stick it to your forehead. Yes or no questions, you guess. And you get to guess until you get a no, and you got to guess who you are. That is uh, by far... It's a fun time. My favorite game. Though I put Rob Schneider on your head. Yeah, you got got me. And uh, a lot of of struggles with old Rob Schneider. I got most of the way... that I got to the one-yard line in like three questions, and then just struggled. You narrowed it down immediately to he's in Adam Sandler films, and then you were like, Steve Buscemi? Like no, and you're like that's the only person I know. Well, that's not necessarily no, true. But, but you were like John Stewart. You just kept naming. Yeah, people from. Yeah, but forgot about the Schneid. It's not the easiest. It's okay. Who were you? I was Alex Trebek. No, who are you? Ah, Chuck. Okay. Where are we? Okay, I'm Chuck. You're Adam. Welcome to the Adam S. Chuck podcast. Did we do that? Have we introduced? No, no, no. We're just we did the opening banter. We can introduce it. Um. Well, welcome. Uh, you're listening to the Adam S. Chuck podcast. And uh, I believe we've concluded. Does that sound right? Is yes. That... Thank you. Welcome to the Adam S. <laughs> Chuck's podcast. Uh, we're done now. So, well, we hope you learned. We don't care about that, but we hope you had a good time and uh, happy Thanksgiving that happened four weeks ago now. And Adam, anything you'd like to add? iTunes rate. I think we're finally showing up there. Uh, Five you know, stars. You can, we got a Twitter thing. You know, we'll shamelessly. Take a Nat Geo post and then uh, say some bullshit after it and uh, follow the Twitter. Bring us up next time someone's like, listen to podcasts, say, uh, hey, listen to this one. Yeah. And uh, send us a DM or, you know, like just message us privately if you have any suggestions on how I can wipe my butt better. It is every year I get older, it is worse and worse. It's a scene. Um, and I think that concludes our final scene of the podcast. Close curtain. Thanks, everybody.